0: goodness, top of the morning to you. Yes, it's Tuesday morning, September 14th. As I speak these words, the time is 7.30. 7.30, Tuesday morning, Central Time. And, uh, yeah, we're back pretty quick. Well, we did a uh, podcast the other day. What, uh, well, when was that? Thursday, Friday? I think it was the same day that, uh... Hold on here, I gotta, gotta look. Gotta look. Should have done this a moment ago. It is. It is what we do. Yeah, the ninth. That's what I was thinking. Put this up on the ninth, which just happened to be, and we put it. Uh, you know, we we uh, produced it the morning of the ninth. That would have been what Thursday. Thursday. Not sure. Hold on a moment. Yeah, that would have been last Thursday morning. And as many of you know, later that day the president came out, and. Uh, Got tough on the vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did had his uh, vaccine mandate speech that will uh, go down in infamy. i will be playing that forever and ever and ever. And I knew at the time that was going to cause a lot of problems, especially in trucking, transportation. We're going to be talking about that today. That's, uh, we, we gave it a few days that over the weekend for it to you know, brew and get responses and see what was happening. I already knew how it was going to go, honestly. You know, as soon as I heard he mandated it, I thought, you better be stocking up. Because, uh, I think a driver shortage is bad now. <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. Anyway, my name is Mike. I'm the uh, lead consultant for Toy. I'm your host here at the uh, on the FBTV podcast. Want to check us out? Freightbrokertv.com. That's our main website for the podcast, FBTV. You got questions, comments, messages, whatever you can uh, send them to me at uh, FBTV at Freightbrokertv.com. Plenty of contact forms on our website, Freightbrokertv.com. Today, uh, September 14th, well, we got a lot of things going on today. Or holiday-ish type thing, you know. It's every day, every day of the year. There's three or four different national whatevers, but uh, your choice: National Ants on a Log Day, National Cream-Filled Donut Day. Not bad, but uh, I-, I just got to uh, say no again and again and again. National Coloring Day. <coughs> Excuse me, and. Uh, also eat a hoagie day, eat a hoagie. Hey, I'm all for that too. What else is going on? Fuel prices down 0.01 cents. Hardly enough to be even recognizable, but it is down to. uh well, it's still 3.37, but it's down 0.01 cents. Gasoline down 1.1 cents, down to a uh, 3.16 a gallon. Filled up the other day. I uh. I was noticed around my area diesel was uh, under three dollars. That's just uh you know 297 295 a gallon. We uh, uh, took a road trip the other day and uh, kind of saw that. Oh, got to hit this. <laughs> if you listen to the last podcast, uh, we had the impossible question. The impossible question, in the past 10 years in America, this belief has dropped from 55% to 46%. Belief in what? And we ended the podcast without the impossible answer to the impossible question. So, without further ado, here's the answer. In the past 10 years in America, this belief has dropped from 55% to 46%. Belief in what? Love at first sight. How about that? Hmm? <clears throat> Spot rates. <clears throat> Looking at it from last week. Van rates are uh, up 1.7%. Flatbeds up 0.05%. Reefer is up 1%. And like I said last week, the seasons are a-changing. These are going to be uh, settling down. Everything's going to get back to normal. Maybe. And that's going to come into this vaccine mandate that we're going to be talking about here in a little bit. That's going to be the topic of the day, obviously. And uh, that can really that can really blow everything out of proportion. We could see $5 a mile rates, but this time not just for reefers, but uh, dry van, flatbed. Could be coming. Think about what that's going to do at the store. Consumers. I mean, we're not even a year into this yet. Fuel prices are up 93.7 cents a gallon for diesel. 95.4 cents a gallon for gasoline from a year ago. This vaccine mandate. And you'll see in a moment that uh, they push this through... It's it's going to, you know, you know, for employers that uh, have job openings. I mean, you go anywhere anymore. I mean, even on the post, I the post office. And, you know, that's what, well, we'll get into that in a minute. Well, no, I'm going to talk about it now. The post office. Every, uh, the post office is exempt. U.S. Postal Service is exempt from the mandate. That's what I heard this morning. I haven't checked. I haven't fact checked that. Uh Hold on. I will. Uh yeah, they're not they're not subject to Biden's previous mandate for the federal workforce. Why is that? Well, because Christmas is coming and that's all they need. <laughs> so it <clears throat> might be some news for uh drivers, but anyway. Anyway, spot rates from last month, uh, comparing this month to last month, I know we're well, we're about halfway through the month now. Vans up nine cents uh, a mile to two eighty-four. Flatbed no change, flat at three oh six a mile. Reefer is up uh, ten cents from last month, three twenty-four per mile. August class eight retail sales rise two point eight percent year over year. Big truck sales uh, in August and slightly higher as truck markers posted mixed uh, results compared with the year year ago. That's according to wardsauto.com. Big truck sales bumped uh, bumped up two point eight percent, went up to eighteen thousand one hundred and seventy six for August compared to seventeen thousand six eighty five same period a year ago. But gotta remember a year ago. Things were different because we were still in that panic mode. Nobody was sure what was going to happen. Today, we know what's going to happen. We've been through the worst of it. At least that's what we hope. And everybody's kind of a little bit more comfortable. New York State moves to ban the sale of diesel-powered vehicles. That's all right. They'll go to New Jersey and buy them. Now would be a good time to open a diesel truck or diesel car (laughs) Dealership truck uh, in New Jersey or anywhere near New York State. Officials in New York recently announced plans to ban the sale of gas and diesel-powered vehicles in coming years in an effort to uh, slow greenhouse gas emissions and air pollution. Matter of fact, Bernie Sanders he was stumping the other day up in Vermont, yelling about climate change. Somebody asked him about trucks, and he skirted the question for the most part. The governor of New York, York, the the governor, the now governor of New York, Governor Kathy, Governor K. she signed legislation here uh, a week ago, about a week ago, that would require medium-duty and heavy-duty vehicles sold within the state to be zero emission by 2045, essentially banning the sale of diesel-powered trucks at that time. I don't know, we'll see. A lot of us don't affect us. Here's some things you might need to know. Entertainment-wise, Jay Leno's coming back to TV. You bet your life. Remember the show Groucho Marx had years ago? You bet your life. You can still find it on YouTube. Reruns. Well, I don't think it's on reruns. It might be somewhere, but uh, retro TV or something like that. But Jay Leno's going to be hosting You Bet Your Life. And today, out in California. Yeah, today's the day. Will Newsom keep his job or will the citizens of California boot him out? I don't know, I read a story. He's pretty pretty confident about keeping his job. We'll see. Stayed back in history, back on uh, and it's pretty much all entertainment. <laughs> 1948, Melton Burrow started his TV career on Texaco Star Theater. That happened today in nineteen forty eight and nineteen sixty five. Should have got the music for this one. F troop. F-Troop. Remember F-Troop? Premiered on ABC TV. This date back in 1965. 1981. Entertainment Tonight went into syndication. Eh, you know, we could have done without that, that. Just gossip. I was looking at all the news sites of the other day. Watch, everybody's talking about what somebody's wearing. <clears throat> I thought, really? Come on. Who cares? Who cares? And what? What's her name? AOC? I can't even pronounce her name, had that white dress on, Tax the Rich or something like that, at the Met Gala or whatever it's called. $30,000 a ticket, and she wears a dress that says Tax the Rich, you know she was popular. (laughs) Yeah, but we're going to be taxed too. Anyway, birthdays. If you're having a birthday today, happy birthday to to you. 1944, Joey Heatherton. She's having a birthday today. John Bow Wow Bowser from Shanana. He's having a birthday today. And Faith Ford, Corky from Murphy Brown. Having a birthday today. Happy birthday to you and them. All right, today's uh, topic. Let's get right into that the vaccine mandate. I just tell you where I stand on this right up front. Not against it. Not a, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I just don't think the government should be telling anybody what they should be putting in their body when it comes to a vaccine. I don't think it should be mandated. If you believe in it, you feel you feel st- st- strongly about it. That hey, yeah, you you want to get the vaccine because it's going to you know help you, be good for you. Absolutely, get it. It's your body. If not, don't I think that's an individual's choice. I don't think it's uh Biden I mean we gotta get real here, you know I'm for the President as far as whoever is president. I want them to do a good job. I want them to lead our country well. I want them to make decisions that are solid. And you've got a question. When they are, I mean, you look at the Afghan Afghanistan deal. Come on. $85 million in equipment, was that a good decision? What about uh, not getting everybody out, the Americans out, and the people that assisted us while we were there? What about that? that? Was that a good decision? You know? A lot of things. Uh, What about when he's having a press conference? This happened yesterday. Biden's having a press conference or whatever. And he goes off topic, off script, and his handlers kill it right there. They know. They know. Is, Is Biden making this decision? Probably not about the mandate, but somebody's telling him to, and he's doing it. I may be wrong, but uh, I do not need that man making a decision about what goes in or not goes in my body, you know, as far as the vaccine. Again, I'm not anti-vaxxer. I have my uh, questions about it. You know, it's been rushed through. I'm not real sure about that. Matter of fact, I talked to somebody in pharmaceuticals the other day. They're quitting their pharmaceutical job that they've had for a long, long time because their pharmaceutical company is requiring the employees to get vaccinated. This is somebody that works in the pharmaceutical field that won't get the vaccine, and they're in that industry. What do they know? Anyway. How does a vaccine mandate affect drivers and companies? Well, this is the uh, topic of the day. We all know last week, September 9th, uh, President Biden announced a series of sweeping actions designed to fight back against COVID-19. Increasing employment-related vaccination requirements uh, in the coming weeks. Now, it hasn't happened yet. (coughs) The White House says that it will direct the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, to introduce new regulations that will force, force private sector companies that employ more than 100 workers to require either proof of vaccination or weekly testing Companies that fail to comply could face penalties of $14,000 per violation. Per, that's per person, I would imagine. huh? So if all 100 employees, if you had a company and you had 100 employees, you would be fined $1,400,000 for not enforcing the vaccination requirement. Timeline for the implementation of the vaccine and mandate. And details about how it would be enforced remain up in the air. I saw something the other day too about this—the uh, uh, exemptions that they're going to crack down on. That you know, you know, you're going to crack down on it. But by golly, USPS employees—they're exempt. But the exemptions, like medical reasons, religious reasons, whatever. Yeah, they're going to be, but they're going to be re- checking that out. So. <laughs> White House estimates that 80 million workers will be affected by this vaccine and testing requirement. Now, looking over a couple of different websites, one is CDL Life, highly recommend it if you don't check it out. You ought to. We get some of our information from there. As well as, uh, Overdrive. You know, we get a lot of information from there too for this podcast. But, uh, CDL Live, they did a poll. (laughs) How do drivers feel about a vaccine mandate? I don't even have to look at the poll, I can tell you. I was a driver. I know exactly. (laughs) You know, there's no way. 26% of respondents would rather be fired than be forced to get a vaccine. 26%. So for every, uh, you know, this is unscientific, but essentially for every hundred drivers that a trucking company has, They're losing 26. Vaccine, you don't have to tell me twice, and you know has been largely unpopular among members of the trucking community since it was first introduced. A CDO Life poll of 1,053 users conducted back in December found that 79% of respondents did not plan to get the vaccine when it became available. Drivers cited a number of reasons for not wanting the vaccine some say that the vaccine was rushed i agree other side of medical and bodily autonomy reasons for refusal i agree and still more so they were concerned about side effects i agree we found that the vaccine can kill you play russian roulette with the vaccine not my idea of a good time Responders, one poll respondent remarked, to be straight to the point, why would we? Absolutely zero concern was shown to drivers when the pandemic started. Many of us have been to every hotspot in this country. Had to, had to offer before the face mask and glove thing was going on, let alone when the suppliers were available to us first responders. Most likely, but not a certain a certainty, considering our most solitary lifestyles. We already called it a while ago. Many are still around, so this driver asked, why would we? A poll conducted by CDL Live following the September 9th Biden announcement shows that 26% of the uh, 2,200 respondents said they would rather be fired than get the vaccine. Another 10.3% told uh, CDL Live that they'd opt to quit before getting the vaccine. So there's uh, 36.3% that uh, will not be driving a truck. An additional 7.1% of the respondents said that they would begin looking for jobs at smaller trucking companies, so I get that, that don't meet the 100-employee ho- uh, threshold. <coughs> the White House's Thursday announcement generated a wide variety of actions or reactions from the uh, CDL Live Facebook audience as well. One vaccinated user pointed out, talking about abuse of power, it's everyone's choice to get the vaccine, or not. They said, yes, they're vaccinated, but that was by choice. You know, you go back to before Biden was elected. First of all, he was leery about the vaccine. It would never be mandated. No, no, it's, it's your body, your choice. Times, they are a-changing. What are trucking companies saying about all this? The White House vaccine mandates could spell disaster for trucking companies already battling recruiting and retention issues. That's all you hear in the news anymore. Matter of fact, uh, what government programs, uh, committees, whatever, have been uh, set up to try to figure out why is there a driver shortage? Why are drivers not? Why? Let's make it 18 years old to get a CDL. Then they come out with something like this. Companies are already struggling to fill seats and keep the supply chain moving and requiring, requiring drivers to get the jab. Or face the burden of weekly testing. Probably not going to help matters. Random COVID testing. <laughs> In conjunction with random drug testing. Nah, crazy, man. However, there is potential for drivers who are willing to take the vaccine to leverage their decision to hire a paycheck. Is it worth it, really? Is it worth it to get the shot so you can negotiate a better paycheck? I don't think so, because you're playing with your life. Uh, It looks like uh, uh, September 10th, Colorado-based trucking company. No Limit Logistics LLC shared an interesting take on how the mandate could translate into higher wages for drivers who have been vaccinated. <sighs> the good truck drivers that are already vaccinated should see a bump in their pay as they become even higher demand for large fleets over 100 employees. Fleets with over 100 employees must uh, basically have vax drivers as it it's near impossible to test unvaxed drivers weekly when they're out on the road weeks or months at a time, not to mention the cost of trying to do this. They go on to say the bad. This will exasperate the already tight capacity issue that that exists now. Tight capacity, they're talking about, is driver shortage. Even if a very small percentage of drivers leave the industry, and it looks like anywhere from 26 to... uh, 36% Thirty-six percent of drivers would be doing that. Supply chains will suffer greatly. Duh. This is in effect. Uh, this in effect will drive freight rates even higher, resulting in higher inflation in consumer products. Hit it right on the right on the nail there. Hit the head right on the nail with that statement. They go on to say supply chains, shippers, and they didn't say this, but I will, and carriers better settle in. Going to be a long. Bumpy ride. ATA American Trucking Association even denounces vaccine mandates on Monday. Yesterday, the ATA issued a statement calling the vaccine mandate discriminatory, and promising to choose a path that protects our industry. ATA, its members and our drivers remain committed to delivering life saving COVID vaccines, but these proposed requirements, however well intentioned, Threaten to cause further disruptions throughout the supply chain, impeding our nation's covered response efforts and putting the brakes on economic revival. <clears throat> yeah, we need that. I think it's going to be three years from now before we get that. Uh, if these mandates are designed to protect Americans, then why the discriminatory 100 employee threshold? Picking winners and losers for both employers and employees. Now, they said that. Okay, I stand by that because uh, here's the deal. If you're going to mandate the silly thing, you mandate it for your USPS people too. Why didn't they? Because Christmas is coming. <laughs> that, that Odds are on Christmas is coming. Uh, the mail has to be delivered. They do not need mail not getting through. But what about food, groceries, clothing? Not to mention toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, you know they're thinking about that. You watch. There's going to be an exemption for drivers. This mandate is not going to... St- if it stands, there'll be an exemption come out for drivers and trucking. Transportation. Almost guaranteed. Where's going to ATA going to be there. Because, uh, like they said these mandates are designed to protect Americans, then why the discriminatory 100-employee threshold? Picking winners and losers for both employees and employers. That's what they'll be doing with any type of an exemption. We'll see. You know, you and I both know the dumbest thing they could do is make drivers, make trucking companies. As far as that goes, uh, I think I mentioned this last week. There's a... uh, There's a fella I know that... uh, Suing the company he works for over the... uh, Because the company he works for is mandating that... Starting in November, I think, that they all be vaccinated. Or... Lose their job. A lot of people aren't happy about this. There's, you know, there's, there's an employee... It's not just driver shortage. You can turn anywhere. I mean... Over at the post office, we use, walk in that door, there's a big sign, help wanted. When the post office is looking for full time help, and they're having to advertise it, I mean, er- everywhere you go, the grocery store, help wanted. Car wash, help wanted. Restaurants, forget it, help wanted. Everywhere. I mean, you just, everybody's looking for help. Where did all the, uh, where did all the, uh, People that worked go prior to this. You now they kind of got spoiled with that uh, money, the government free money they were giving them. Now what are they doing? They're thinking about it. Now that bank account's starting to get a little low, they're thinking, "Yeah, I got to go back to work. I got to do something." Hey, I'm not knocking it. Don't misunderstand me. I mean, I think pretty much. I I, I, I I'd, I'd bet the majority of us did and would you know the government wants to give us free money thank you very much i've been giving you free money free money of mine for years i'll take it i can't blame somebody for that at all but the thing is gotta go back to work what's gonna happen next who knows like i said the exemption probably gonna happen a lot of pros maybe maybe not This one statement here, could the vaccine mandate provide an unexpected driver recruiting boom for smaller trucking companies? Absolutely. People want to keep on driving they don't want the vaccine. They're going to, exactly what I do, I'll be going to another trucking company. And what's going to happen to the large trucking companies that are losing all their drivers, they're going to have to give up some uh, contracts because they're not going to be able to fulfill all the contracts they have with shippers. And these shippers that have been using larger trucking companies, they're going to diversify and be using... A whole bunch of smaller trucking companies. So maybe the tide has turned here a little bit. The small guy is going to get a leg up, while the big guys are going to have a big problem, because the dollar a mile rates that these large trucking companies can go in and contract for—and I'm, you know, tongue in cheek here—you know what I'm talking about. They're not going to be able to do that anymore. What about their fleets? Are these four and five thousand? truck fleet's going to be whittled down. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, The president really opened a wormhole on this one. But what about owner-operators? Independents? What about you guys? Well, Overdrive had a story about this, that the mandate only applies to companies with 100 or more employees. The rule is not going to apply to most small trucking companies, including uh, owner-operators. Independent contractors don't count as employee. And they're not going to be subject to the new rules. And that, my friend, could be the go-around for the larger trucking companies if the mandate sticks. But they'll come back and get that. The IRS will get them because we went through that years ago. You know, these small trucking companies contracting drivers as the independent contractor, IRS, comes in and says, nope, can't do that. Taxi cabs can. Uber can. (coughs) I don't know. It's weird. Uh, But while owner-operators and independent contractors are not directly mandated to take action, drivers at larger fleets are because the mandate only applies to CDL holders at larger fleets. Guess what? Some of these drivers may leave their jobs, get their own authority, become owner-operators. there would be more competition. Informal polling on Overdrive indicated 35.5 or 35% rather of unvaccinated drivers don't trust elites and would resist taking the vaccine under outside pressure. Responding to a recent poll by Overdrive's sister publication, Trucker's News, 30% of company drivers said they would refuse a mandatory vaccine and force their employer to fire them. Do we, uh, do we, uh, doubt them? No, I, I think, do 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 you think the employees or the employers want to fire drivers? No, it's too hard to get one. Another nearly 17% said they would claim a medical or religious exemption. Now, that's what I was talking about earlier. You know, medical or religious exemptions. They're going to be auditing that, like the IRS audits... Your tax return, according to the story I read. Well, 16% said they would quit. If we added all that up, that 30, uh, 47, and 16, that's half the, half the drivers. What we got there? 47%, 63% of drivers not driving anymore. 7% said they would comply and get the vaccine. 25% of them said they had uh, already been vaccinated. So 63% of those that uh, respondents of this uh, poll stepping out of the truck. Yeah, I don't think the White House wants that to happen. I just don't. So You can read the uh, article on Overdrive, matter of fact, about the anti-vaccine. Matter of fact, there's something I was going to... uh, There's comments, too. And every comment on that article on Overdrive is anti-mandate, anti-vaccine. Check it out. Going back to CDL Live, their opinion poll... Their opinion poll was, how would the vaccination mandate impact you? 27.4% said they were vaccinated, 26%. I'll get fired first. 13.5%. My company has less than 100 employees. 10.4%. I'm an owner-operator. 10.3%. I'll quit. 7.1%. I'll look for a job at a company with less than 100 uh, employees. 2.6%. I'll become an owner-operator. 2.5%. I'll get the vaccine. So no matter how you look at it, uh, those get, uh, choosing to get the vaccine is a low number <laughs> should be interesting folks we're in for a ride as if we're not being taken for one I hope the government wakes up and figures out what they're doing is kind of off the wall because we still are a free country but um, that seems to be changing Anyway, kind of kind of on the political spectrum, this uh, episode. But, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not anti-vax at all. I'm not. It's up to you. If you want it, get it. But you shouldn't be forced to get it. Anyway, it's Tuesday, September 14th. Go have a great Tuesday. We'll talk soon. Have a great day unless you've made other plans to see you.